Good morning. Hi there. How you doing? Today, we're going to talk about agents. Ooh, that's a big one. That's the biggest question we're asked. Well, just about, yeah. certainly. Everybody wants to know, how do I get an agent or how to get my agent to work harder for me? All right, here's just, I'm going to start with one truth. Your agent takes 10% of your earnings. You keep 90%. Your agent then does 10% of the work. You do 90% of it. That's going to help the entire relationship. But first, if you're happy with your agent, then good for you. If you're not happy with your agent or you want to get an agent, you can't seem to get one, this podcast is for you. Yeah. And now the first thing is you're going to want to remember is that your agent works for you. And I know that that is so hard to remember because I know right out of college, I just wanted any agent. Any agent was going to be fine. And you know what? That was fine. And I'm lucky I'm still alive, but I really didn't do my due diligence. I really didn't check out the agent and I didn't interview them. I didn't know if they were going to be good for me, if they were going to be bad for me, what they did, what they primarily did. I didn't know any of that kind of stuff. That it's just, that's why we do this. That's why I teach you this stuff. So, so to show you the error of my ways. <laughs> make your own mistakes. Don't make yeah. ours. <laughs> so the first step, if you want to get an agent, is to make it not the first step. There's tons you can do. There's tons of jobs you can submit for, union, non-union. There's a lot of work. There are projects you can get involved in. And this goes back to an earlier podcast where I was talk, talking about getting yourself the career that's passionate to you. Once you get that, then you can take it to an agent and say, this is what I'm doing. This is where I want to go. Is that where you can take me? You can are go, we a good fit? Are we a good fit? It doesn't have to be the biggest agency in town. It doesn't have to be the smallest agency. As a matter of fact, you know what? Sometimes the biggest agency is not the place you want to be if you've just come out here. Remember, if you're coming out here from Kansas City, or here being LA, if you're coming out here um, you know, from Kansas City or Dallas or... Chicago, you were probably a big fish in a little pond, and now it's, the, the role's going to be reversed here. Now you're going to be a little fish in a bigger pond, and sometimes a smaller agency gets you better. Absolutely. I, I, when I first came to town, I came down to a choice between literally the biggest agency in town and a very, very, very small agency. Now, I had trouble getting in touch with the big agency, and they were an excellent agency, but I went with a smaller agency and because they were more passionate about me. They were always there for phone calls. They were always there for what I wanted to talk about, and they worked for me. I went out like crazy. I well, they knew what exa exactly what to submit you for, too, which is a huge thing. Your agent really has to get that. And we're going to do a, at least one podcast just on types and knowing your types. Right. Um, and just to, make, to, to know, when we started with that agency, it was very small, and within a few years, it grew up to be a medium-sized, very hard-to-get-into boutique agency because they knew their clients. And then years later, you switched to that big agency again. And while they were still good agents. They were a wonderful agent. I love them very much. But they were not the it, best agent for you at it, that it, point in your career any longer. No, it, it didn't fit. And I also, there's something else that happened, and this ties back into the other podcast. By that time that I had switched, I had gotten tired of going out for the same things. So therefore, I lost the passion. And therefore, I wasn't as electric when I went back. So I want you to understand that when you get bored with something, it's time to switch. That means sometimes switching up your agent, sometimes switching, switching up what up, you're doing, switching up what you're passionate about. You know, if it if whatever you're doing is not working, then you just got to switch it. Just change it up. Absolutely. So now, I really, this is really important. Highlight this part. <laughs> know about these places. You have got to know about these. These are online casting services where you can have your picture and headshot and resume. Sometimes you've got acting clips. Sometimes you've got 
uh, clips from something you've been in. And if you don't have all of that, that's fine. You can do interview clips. They do skill clips. If you're a wonderful swordsman, you can show us that on there. But anyhow, I want you to know about these things so that you have access to them and you start using them right away. They're going to be one of the biggest tools in your tool belt. They're amazing tools. The first, and these are not in any particular order, casting networks, actors access, now casting. All great services. They're great services. You need to belong to all three of them. At this time, these are the three main ones that all of the agents and casting directors are using. Uh, some of them lean to more, more towards commercial work. Some lean to more, more towards theatrical work. You need to be on all three of, of them. You will get submitted on things. Actually, you'll, yes. You get the opportunity to submit. Yourself. On all kinds of projects. We put out almost everything for agents and for directly out to the actors on these on all of our jobs. So that they can self-submit. That's what right. that's called, self-submitting. Can- and it's wonderful to do that. But here is one of my biggest pet peeves, and you will make a lot of enemies if you don't listen to this. <laughs> okay, so listen up. Do not submit yourself for things that you are not right for just to say hi to me. You don't do that. <laughs> it is so silly. And nothing makes me angrier than going through a list of 400 submissions and 350 of them are not right. They're just people that want to say hi or maybe I could play this and check me out or whatever. Not the right time to do that. Not no. the right form. It'll only make enemies. It will not make friends for you. Now, also, just so you know, all three of those services have the ability to list yourself, if you are looking for an agent, to post yourself there in front of the agents. So if they want to see you, they can contact you either through the service or contact you directly. So it is a wonderful thing. If you're looking for an agent, it's a wonderful thing. So it's a wonderful thing if you're looking for an agent. And it's a wonderful thing if you just want to submit your own self for a little while until you get, get familiar with it. But you can do it from anywhere. And they, these things, they, there's definitely a fee for these things, and it's definitely worth it. Back before they existed, we spent tons of money getting pictures and resumes printed up, get, finding a way to find out what's being submitted, putting them in envelopes, mailing them, postage, delivery services. And now you don't have to do that. You, but you do have to pay for these services. It's really, it is a professional tool. It's not, none of them are a scam. None of them are trying to do anything except help pr- you promote your career. It's, Wow, that was a lot to chew on for today. We're telling you this because we want you to take control over your career. And we want you to go to our website and find out about these places. So go to the website, go to the podcast page, click on affiliates, and they'll all be there. Again, the names are Casting Networks, Actors Access, and Now Casting. Now have fun and get to work.